Social media used to be fun and games, but if you're doing it for your business, you're probably like me and sometimes it's a little stressful, but it doesn't have to be if you know how to approach it. And that's what we're going to talk about today. Okay, here's the show. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. My guest, Tamay Shannon, is a social media expert. She is the founder of W2S Marketing, or Where to Start Marketing, which she created specifically to serve small businesses. She believes social media doesn't have to be hard, ineffective, or time-consuming. And she specializes in taking the overwhelm out of social media for small businesses and helping them make it a money-making part of the marketing mix. Tamay, welcome to the show. Hello, hello, hello. I am so excited because I have gotten to this place in my business where I think I have systems in process, but there are days that I still go, oh, Facebook. Right? You and me both. (laughs) (laughs) I'm turning to you for the tips, though. So you can dislike it, but you have to tell me, how do I take some of the stress out? What are some of the maybe misconceptions people have about social media? Yeah, so it's part of the stress comes from the overwhelm of like, what do I say? Or do I say this thing? Or am I saying the right thing? Or am I not saying the right thing? How do I make sure people see my message? Like all of those questions floating about and it just gets overwhelming. One of the misconceptions that people have about social media is that if you just pop up once in a while, it'll work. Like, you know, if you just post on a Friday randomly, somebody be like, oh my goodness, I want that product. I want your service. Let me go for it. And it unfortunately doesn't work like that. Um, so that is definitely a misconception, but it's just consistency. If you bring consistency to your social media, um, it's going to be a world of difference. Even if the content isn't perfect, consistency is by far what will bring you clients, what will get your name out there, what will expand expand your platform. That's one of the hardest changes that I had to make when I went from corporate marketing to small business marketing and into the world of social media. Because back in the day, you printed stuff. And if it wasn't perfect, it was expensive. But social media and digital marketing has really changed that a lot because now you can experiment. Yes. And actually, you should experiment. Like you should always be trying and testing a little bit this out, a little bit that out. Even if something was like, well, we tried that two years ago. Go ahead and give it another go. Between the algorithm changes, between new platforms, between the way we consume content differently, give it another go and see if it works now. That's absolutely true because even something as simple as simple, the, 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 the COVID quarantine, mm-hmm. the algorithms didn't change, but our behavior, how exactly. we were interacting online has changed dramatically in the last year. Things that maybe didn't get people's attention before, get them now. Yes. A wonderful example is Clubhouse. Clubhouse is an audio only app. And I'm like 98.999% sure that if we never had this quarantine period, nobody would want to sit at home on their phone talking on an app with just audio only. People are like, oh, that's so boring. But now it's, you know, I think it's at a billion dollar valuation. People love it. People are flocking to it. And it's because the way we consume media is different now. 
I haven't decided with Clubhouse whether I love it or I consider it a colossal waste of time. <laughs> it's not. It's still up in the air. Nobody can decide yet. It's still up in the air. <laughs> but I think you're right. Clubhouse came out of this need to to feel connected and to be connected. And I think once people kind of got used to that platform and figuring out how to share, it's certainly taken off. But that leads me to one of my other overwhelm points. Mm. There are so many platforms. What do I do? Right. <laughs> there are so many. I always tell people, go to the platform with the lowest hanging fruit for your business or the shortest sales cycle. So you want to start off on the platform where people will find, will easily say yes to you, not the platform where you'll have to build a relationship to sell that $25,000, whatever. You want something that people are like, oh, 197, oh, 200, sure, I'll give it a go. So that's the platform you want to start off on. That's a really interesting take on it. I always hear a lot of people talking about, well, you know, think about your target customer, but you really took it kind of that one step further. It's not just where the customer is, but will they be receptive to your offer in that environment? Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right. So, Another tip, what else would you suggest to a business owner who's feeling overwhelmed and confused and just looking for a way to bring some chaos to the madness of social media? So I talked about this a little bit earlier. You sit down in front of the computer, you're like, okay, I've got to post to Facebook. And then you're like, oh crap, what do I post? So there are these two platforms that I really, really think, well, one, um, give you content ideas to post, but also give you an idea of what people are asking about in your business. And so one is called, and they're both free, uh, one is called Answer Socrates, AnswerSocrates.com. And all you have to do is type in your subject matter for your business. So for me, I would type in social media and it would show me all the questions that people are asking about social media on Google. And so from there, you can be like, oh, I can write content about this, content about that. So if you are an interior designer or a candle maker, go ahead and type those in and you can see all the questions that people have. You might even be able to surface trends and what people are interested in. So that's one tool. The other tool is called answerthepublic.com. And the reason why I like answerthepublic.com is it's it's similar to Answer Socrates, but Answer the Public gives you pretty graphs. And I'm a visual person, um, so I like to see visually things that arranges the results, the, the things that people are asking, the questions that they're asking about the keyword that you put in, they arrange it visually. So those are two great free platforms to use when you're stumped staring at your computer trying to figure out what type of content or what types of things to create. Those are both great. I have used Answer the Public for years and I'm like you. I love seeing kind of the different words and how they're connected and how the questions are connected and being able to dive into one question and find a whole bunch of other related. Yep. It is a really great tool when I'm looking to write blog posts, which I consider to be the root of my social media. Absolutely. It totally is. All right. So I've got some tools. I've, I've got the content. What other shortcuts or ideas have you got to help me manage some of this? I think people are 
resistant or forget to reuse their content. So you spend all this time, you write a really great blog post or you do a live or you do a webinar and you've created this really great content and then you put it out there for everybody to see and you do it once and then you move on to something else. You spent so much time on that. Pick it out, parse it aloud. If you have a blog post, you can turn it into several tweets and then you can make it maybe you do a live on that same blog post. And then you can, there's so many ways that you can reshare that blog post or that long form content again and again and again to make it feel new, hammer in that information or that story you're trying to tell without recreating the will every time. That is so critical. And people don't realize the SEO benefit of doing that as well that when you go back and add maybe a new picture or a new link, all of a sudden you're putting your hand up and going, hey, Google, did you see this? Mm -hmm. did, did you see this? You used to like it, now it's even better. Mm -hmm. I've never really run into any advice that allows me to do two things. Number one, it saves me time. Mm -hmm. And number two, it actually serves, you know, usually you're, you're trading off. Right, I can exactly. save time. But that, that piece of advice allows me to do both. That's awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's why I always tell people, reuse, reuse, reuse. You created it, reuse it, really get your name, really get your brand out there. Awesome. Tamay, this has been amazing. Thank you so much for being a part of the show. Thank you. We're going to encourage all of my listeners to drop by w2smarketing.com so they can learn a little bit more about you. We'll have links in the show notes and also a link to your Sunday sesh. Yes. Yeah. If we were talking about accountability and that's just a little program for business owners and accountability. Sweet. I will definitely make sure that's included. Thanks again. If you've enjoyed today's conversation, if you'd like to uncover other resources for your business, be sure to join the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolbox.club. Look for more than a few words wherever you listen to podcasts. They're short. Listen to two. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.